Hello and welcome back to Bridges Podcast. This podcast is about startups and entrepreneurship in Egypt. Our podcast is now available on nine different platforms. Of them is Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Plus, and Podcast. If you subscribe to Anchor app, you can send us questions and then we can add it to the next episode. So if you want to ask us anything, just submit your questions through the Anchor app. Our guest today is Mr. Tamer Al-Mahalli. He's a material engineer, founder of MSHI Startup, an awareness campaign to contribute to reducing traffic in Egypt and to instill better driving behaviors in Egypt drivers. He's also the project manager at Flink Studios, it's a motion and film company. And he is the founder of Think, the company which we will talk about. So Tamer, thank you so much for coming into the podcast. Thank you so much. First, tell us more about yourself. Basically, I'm a mechanical engineer focused in materials. Materials engineering is my background, which is like a study of materials and how to uh, learn more about the properties of the materials. I graduated from the German University in Cairo in 2010. Uh, I used to work as a freelancer uh, tour leader since I was in the last semester, like in travel agency. I worked six and a half years in uh, oil and gas field, and I quit it last year. And I went to Brazil to study social innovation management in an institute called Amani. It's like a post-grad uh, diploma. And now I'm currently co- one of the co-founders of Think, and that's it. <laughs> What did you study in Brazil? It's social innovation management. What's social innovation? It's like basically how to create and run a social enterprise, how to solve a real social problems in an innovative way. That's uh, and how was your experience? It was really good. It was like an exposure. I was in a class of 25 students from 11 different nationalities. Uh, I created a very strong network in South America, especially in Brazil, Peru, Argentina. It was really a life-changing experience. Uh, who are the other co-founders of Think? We have other three co-founders. Adil is the marketing director. He's an AC grad from mass communication. Omar Sultan is the, our technical guru. He's uh, also a graduate from the AUC. Uh, and Mohammed Abdel Halim, he's the product development. And he's the PhD holder uh, from Stuttgart University. These yeah. are the four of us. How did you come up with the idea of Think? And what is Think? Uh, Think is a mobile app that connects users from the same social network. Okay. We're introducing a new concept. We call it social riding. Basically, we found a gap in the market between uh, on-demand service, which is extremely expensive, and between carpooling, which is which is not appealing till now, and we don't have a, like, a strong solution till now. We came up with this tank that filled the gap between these two. It connects users, as I said, from the same social network to organize both on-demand and pre-planned carpooling trips. Think Through Think, you don't physically deal with money with your friends or your friends of friends. It's a gamified concept. You earn tokens according to the kilometers you travel with your friends. Like, for example, if I have three friends in my car going to AUC from Zaid, which is 50 kilometers, so I will earn 50 tokens on each passenger on in the car, so I will earn 150 tokens. These tokens, I can use it, use them again and ride with other passengers or with other car owners or other vehicle owners, or I can just redeem it in AUC with like uh, coffee, food, beverage, or whatever, any out uh, any, any of the uh, the vendors in AUC. So uh, where did the, the concept of the tokens come from? In Egypt, you know that, especially if you're dealing with friends or people from your social, social network, there will be some like of 
like you're not comfortable enough to give your friends money or take friend from your friends money even if you need them or even if you're willing to pay because of the social uh, aspects so we created the tokens so that it would be like a gamified concept and we're not dealing with money actually with your friends so it will facilitate the process and make it more appealing it's not only for friends It's friends and friends of friends. Friends and friends of friends. Yes. But you cannot write with strange yeah. You cannot. For safety reasons. That's one of the main pillars of Tink. Yeah. Like the security aspect. So what's Tink? Tink, uh, yeah. we got the name from Tinker or mm-hmm. Tinking. When you Tinker, like when you innovate, when you oh, yeah. uh, new product. So Tink, it comes from Tink. Uh, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? What's Why the shift from being an engineering just quitting last year and you, you decided to be an entrepreneur and create something that's Honestly, I don't. I don't believe that there is a difference between being an engineer and being an entrepreneur. I think the, sa- the both of them are the same. You're 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 finding solutions for many problems in the engineering field or in the entrepreneurship field. Since I was like years ago, I usually think of innovative solutions of lots of other things around me, like the transportation, the payment methods, and and whatever. In in many different fields, I came up with lots of ideas. But I, I didn't have the time or the space to like focus on one of these ideas because of my full-time job. That's why I decided to quit the engineering field or like quit the full-time job and start focusing on one of the ideas I have regarding the, 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 the ideas that came up in my mind. Well, from your biography, we understand that you also is the founder of Mshif Hartox. So you're kind of interested in transportation and solving the traffic issues of each. How did that start? Mishif Hartak, it started six years ago when I was like, I fed up with like the traffic. I spent lots of hours going to the work and back home. I literally felt like I'm wasting my life in the car between these boxes. So when I, as an engineer, I like, I used to analyze things around me. So I found that like 70% of the problem or maybe more is because of people are not driving in their lanes. It's always plus one lane. It's like the two is three and the three is four, uh, four and so on. So there is always a bottleneck. So I decided to uh, write a big sign, M-Chef Hartak, which, is, which, which means drive in your lane or stay in your lane. And then I took this sign with, uh, with an orange cone and I went to the 6th of October bridge at 4.30 p.m. in Ramadan in 2012. It was really hot. And I stood inside the, the road above the line separating between the two lanes and I raised the sign M-Chef Hartak. And it was like, I spent like five minutes, but I felt it was like one hour. Because it's like I was really nervous and it was not that comfortable. And then I expanded the campaign and uh, designed the logo, uh, printed stickers, distributed stickers, talking events, produced some online video content that uh, supports the idea. I partner with lots of uh, civic society, and I wanted to spread the idea more and make it like a student activity program in the in the Egyptian universities. And I I tried to do it in the AC and I tried to do it in Anshams, but. It didn't work. That's it about Mshif Hartak till now. So how uh, it's the, it's Hartak is a campaign and it's still going on. It's it's a concept. Yeah. It's it's a concept. It's an awareness campaign about behavior in general and especially in driving. The only activity I do now in Mshif Hartak is like I have a huge sign. It's a 50 centimeter big. Mm-hmm. I used it. Uh, I used the, the this sign while driving. If like we're stuck in traffic. And someone is like is not driving in his or her lane. <clears throat> I came up with the, the sign outside of the window, and I, like I guide people to drive in their lanes. That's the the main activity I do now in the campaign. But I really hope to uh, engage more. 
But maybe after uh, like spending more time in Tink, I would be engaged more in, t- in Imshuhat. What's the people' reaction to Imshuhat? How do Egyptians? There are lots of reactions. Like some people are like, "Hey, man, thumbs up! You're good. Like that's really good." And we hope it uh, spreads. And some other like they really resist. Like, did you left all the the, the problems we have in e- you have in Egypt, and you like driving your lane? Go fix all other problems first. It's not my it's not my job to fix other problems. I'm just doing what what I can do so there is a huge variation in the in the in the, in the, in the reaction of the, the Egyptians to the campaign so going back to think it's a, an, a mobile app yes so who are you targeting we're targeting youth mainly from 18 to 30 early 30s like students mainly university students and early employees like mid uh, career uh, employees who have like a pain from the traffic and pain from the money spent on uh, transportation or like the expenses <coughs> spent on uh, the vehicle running costs that's our main target audience what kind of challenges do you have so far while building this uh, we did not uh, launch the application yet mm-hmm. but the biggest challenge is to these kind of application or softwares you need from day one you have a huge user space so the challenge is your go to market strategy how to design it in a way that when you start your application or you announce that it's already live you have a bunch of users using it from the first hour that's that's the that's i guess the problem in every carpooling application and do you expect it to be as big as like uber and yes Karim and lyft and all these companies? yes i think it's gonna be really big really really big because we're using the power of the people to solve our own problems. We're not giving them an extra service, which is extremely expensive or something like this. We're using the things that people are doing every day normally. We're not forcing people to like work or like do an extra or like go an extra mile before uh, other than the things that they already do. So like you're already using your car or your motorbike or your like tandem bicycle, for example, and you are going to your destination. So what you're going to do is like take people with you on your way and you're going to earn and cover your expenses as simple as this so i expect it will be really big really big what wouldn't people uh, think that maybe tokens aren't the best way to earn like for example people who who work in uber and carry and all the other applications like taxi or whatever they can earn a living by doing this job Yes. But is it the same concept with the talk, the tokens? No, 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 no. The the it's a totally different concept between Uber and Tink. Uber is a drivers who work hard, really hard and pick people from from their beds literally to earn money. In Tink, it's a social aspect. It's a totally different perspective. You socialize on the go. And at the same time, you have an incentive to continue doing so. So you're not getting any profit from Tink. The only thing you're getting from Tink is covering your expenses from gas and maintenance, for example. So there's no profit. You can't use Tink to earn money. You can use it just to cover your expenses. So it's, it's basically a socialization application. Yes, but you you have the same you have the same I I guess um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong you have the same concept as like Airbnb and uh, also Uber and all that because you're using the the already existent resources right you're not creating something from scratch you're you're using the resources that are just like sitting down without you're basically benefiting the economy as well how how do you see that how much can think benefit the economy. Let me tell you that uh, in 2010, the traffic congestion only in Cairo cost Egypt almost 4 billion 
US dollar. And this number is going to be like 10 or 18 in 2030. That's the cost of pollution, cost of delays, cost of fuel uh, consumption. Lots of different aspects are considered in this uh, equation. Think is going to reduce the number of cars moving in the streets. It's going to reduce the carbon footprints, the, the, the traffic congestion, which is one of our biggest problems. So I believe it's going to... I don't have an exact number for sure, but if it works properly, it's going to save us a lot. Do you have or do you plan to have other collaborations with Tink, like collaborations with companies, with Yes, for sure. Like we have in our plan, like we we're gonna collaborate with different vendors or different uh, shops, for example, so that you can redeem your tokens from many, many, many different things. Like so, uh, like coffee or like coffee, like food, like mm, gas. That's interesting. Like basically, coffee and gas would be. Yeah, this will be would enough. Be the solution, yes. <laughs> why Why do you believe in this idea? Why do you believe that it's going to? Because I believe when you engage people uh, that like engage in, in one solution, in one cause, that's the most powerful thing. Like, I'm not going to offer you a service. You are going to be a part of the solution and you're going to benefit from this. So it's not only like, okay, support my cause and uh, like for the sake of the environment only or for from the sake of uh, any other social cause. No, we're turning traffic solving and reducing CO2 emissions into a fun game. We're making we're making it sexy for people. Mm-hmm. That's the concept. So that's, that's this is basically why you believe that's going to work because yes, yeah, it's it's going to make people more interested. Yeah, it's it's gonna make people more engaged, mm-hmm. like because they have their own benefit. They're gonna tr- transport in a in a in a very good mode of transportation, mm-hmm. reliable, uh, affordable, safe, and that's really important. And they're going to save money. And at the same time, they're going to support uh, solving traffic and reducing CO2 emissions. So I think that's perfect. Have you talked about your idea to, uh, to like uh, potential customers or other people? Yes, yes. We, I, I tested the idea with many different customers. And that's why we designed the solution based on our feedback. We, we co-created the app. Like based on the feedback we get from the audience, from the consumers uh, we tested, uh, we designed specific things inside the app. Uh, if I'm a user, how would I use your application? Like walk me through so basically if you are a vehicle owner like for example a car owner so you go to think you said like you're coming from this location to that location and you're gonna move use this route and you have three empty spaces inside your car and that's it and you said if whether you're going now or like going later in other tomorrow or day after tomorrow or whatever then you're gonna start driving once you receive a request you will have a request accept you reject it's whatever you want as simple as this that's for the driver perspective for the passenger perspective it's almost the same you choose the from to location and then you pick from different routes around you you're not gonna see the the person you're sending the request to unless he accepts so that they won't make any conflicts between people from the same social network for example i don't want you to ride with me today so when you send me a request i will like just reject for example but doesn't that negate the whole idea of the no concept? we have the we have a really uh, strong aspect here like the egyptian culture Uh your car 
is almost your house. So I can't just force anyone to interfere in this zone unless you approve it. You're not a driver and you're not obligated to do so. So I have to take your permission without making anyone upset from this process. Well, I can't see who's driving with me unless no, no. I accept the request. Yeah, you, let's let's see it from the other perspective. Like okay. the passenger who's searching for a ride, he needs a ride. He needs a ride, okay? So whoever who's, who's, who's going with, doesn't matter. He needs a ride to go to a specific destination, okay? For the other's perspective, from the driver's perspective, he's going to, a, a, for example, a specific destination and, and he, he needs a nice company with him. And at the same time, he's going to benefit, okay? We understand, but he needs a nice company or people he approves. So if these people if these people who are driving their cars have a bad experience from people that they, they don't like coming with them in their way, they, they're not going to use it again. So this is one of the, the things we co-create with our audience what was your proudest moment creating this app or in your, in your journey as an entrepreneur uh, today because uh, I just initiated a really good deal I can't uh, say it now but yeah. it's it's really special day for me because it uh, proves uh, the our concept Is it a, a investment collaboration no it's not an investment collaboration it's like a small deal uh-huh. between a speci- speci- <laughs> specific entity but yeah. I can't uh, reveal this now so so your tank is now being incubated, right? Yes, it's incubated in the AC Venture Lab. So what was the state of Tink before entering the Venture Lab and how do you see it after you're done with your incubation? I believe uh, joining the AC Venture Lab gave us a really, really good edge. They teach us the business side. They put us in contact with investors, with uh, events, with consumers, with everything. And we have a complete model that you can test your idea in, like which is the AUC. So it's it's really benef- it's really beneficial for us. Before the AC venture lab, we were like immersed in the in the tactical side and in, in interviewing the people and whatever. But we did not see it from this perspective unless we joined the uh, until we joined the uh, the venture lab because it it gave me a broad view about the the business side. It opened being engaged with other entrepreneurs. It's really good. We help each other a lot. I get involved in other startups and they get involved in my startups and we give each other a different perspective, which I didn't experience before while working at home alone and how do you see think after this uh, incubation problem is done i see that i think it's gonna be have a huge customer base after the, the demo day which is the do last you have, do you have a like a, a date that you anticipate to launch your application we're gonna launch the application in the ac campus uh, really soon like yeah. in a couple of days but till the demo day i believe that this push is gonna give us a very uh, proof of concept build a good a really good customer base which can uh, facilitate the, uh, the the our journey after the ac when you when you take this model and replicate it into other different models people will have a reference like it worked in the ac for example so it's gonna work in this and that and then until it works in the whole in whole car do you believe that think is uh, is going to gain any kind of investment Hopefully, yes. Yeah, hopefully. Whether from uh, like Egyptian or international investment? Uh, I have no idea if there is an international investor in the demo day, but uh, uh, I believe international investors will will not interfere now in this investment cycle. Uh, they will wait until the concept, they feel like the concept is like proved and they will have a really good traction. What kind of advice or what advice would you give to other young entrepreneurs who are now in Egypt? We have like so many entrepreneurs, so many companies, like amazing ideas, but not enough people to take the step and say that I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to start my own company because of all the risks 
course that comes with this kind of job, if you call it a Just start. Okay. My advice is just start. Like, yeah. you have an idea, start validating your idea, start uh, proving your assumptions, and start co-create. That's the most important thing. Forget about designing solution for people from your office. Like, I'm going to design a really good solution for the people in Africa that's going to help them in blah, 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 blah. No. You design your solution with the people and not for them. So, if you have an idea, make a very small MVP or a prototype and test it. And then, fail early, fail fast. Thank you so much for listening to Bridges Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Bridges Podcast. Good day and goodbye.